0: Hey it's Aubrey I'm really excited for this episode of the What's New Now podcast Because I got to sit down with Glow And talk about his music The new album People in Motion And talk about even his dog that he brings on tour with him And you're getting two acoustic songs in this podcast So it's a really special podcast I really hope you enjoy it I have Dayglow here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very good. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: That is super cool, man. You just got done with um, your Ogden show. How did that go? What was the vibe?
1: The vibe was excellent. Um, I love being in Denver. Really good show. Good energy. Good people. Can't complain.
0: I love that, man. The Ogden is probably one of our favorite places up there in Denver. It's a super cool venue. So let's dive into it. Let's talk about your new album, I'm very excited to talk about this. People in Motion. Um, I was reading online some stuff, doing some prep and, and stuff. You were talking about how uh, People in Motion is kind of like a, an almost overconsumption. Um, and you wanted the, the album, at least the title of the album, to be kind of up to the listener, the person who's consuming the album, um, to kind of figure out their own meaning for it. Mm-hmm. What's your meaning for People in Motion?
1: Yeah, I think the context of the record takes a lot of different shapes like first off people in motion is a way of like describing dancing and so i wanted it to be a dance album a live album an album to be like experienced uh in a live setting so like a communal focused album um, made for dancing but also lyrically it kind of covers some topics of like how we handle being in groups like how society um is working recently and just like uh i I like to take happy music and hopefully make people question um things while they listen to it you know like someone i love is david byrne and talking heads and i think he did a great job at doing that like making you question simple things and so i like taking that challenge on with my music and i try to do that the best i could uh, with people in motion
0: That's super cool to hear really interesting, especially, you know, it makes me wonder everything was fine up until the pandemic. Do you feel like, do you feel like people questioning things maybe changed uh, once the pandemic happened in like the aftermath of the pandemic?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, so much goes into that. Like I think we're at an interesting point in our culture where we're starting to like re question stuff. I think it's healthy and I think it's, a cycle that seems to happen in history at a certain amount of years go by. And then we're like, wait a second, you know, what does this all mean? And so it seems like we're kind of at that uh, crux. I'm not sure, uh, but it seems like it, you know.
0: So let's let's go all the way back uh, to the beginning. I always love to know where artists come from, kind of how they came to be. And your story is particularly interesting because you were basically, you know, in, at college, in your dorm and you were playing around with music and, and playing around with this, this album and you, you know, you hit upload and then everything changed. What was that like? What was that night like?
1: Yeah. So I have kind of been making music generally. I wouldn't say it was necessarily good music initially, but I've been kind of working on music since I was like 10. So I went very quickly from uh, what's it called? Guitar hero, um, into garage band And then uh, GarageBand turned into Logic Pro. And um, I've just been making music for as long as I can remember. And, uh, yeah, I made an album when I was about 16 and 17 and 18 uh, called Fuzzy Brain. And then my first, like, week of college, I uploaded it completely independently. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, it's been an amazing journey, that's for sure.
0: So I am actually still in college. (laughs) Yeah, and... um... I got to ask you, the workload for college was pretty heavy, at least for me right now. How did you how did you balance out your music life and then also, you know, your, your college life when all of this was going down?
1: Yeah, I did drop out. So like um, after kind of like my first semester, I knew I was going to drop out, but I wanted to finish my second semester, which was pretty hard. Um, but I did it. I did a full freshman year. And then uh, just didn't sign up for classes. I thought it was going to be more dramatic than that. It's like I dropped out, but basically just like didn't sign up, and then nobody asked anything. Um, I just like you know left the system. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, what had happened is like a lot of labels and A and R people had found my school email. So like Sloan Struble at U, Texas edu you know whatnot so like while I was trying to do my online school work I was also getting you know emails from these labels and stuff and so I was like okay I have to do something about this um because it was just getting so chaotic um and yeah just uh went with the music
0: I don't blame you man and also that is so terrifying how they found your school email that is wild definitely wild um there was a category when you first um uploaded this out al- your first album uh spotify bedroom popped would you feel like that was a a good category for you starting out um
1: that's a really good question i think it made sense in context and um it you know alternative i'm sure you would know this you know running a radio station like alternative music is such a broad thing right now and so bedroom pop was like really broad as well and it was kind of just more like what are 19 year olds making right now for the most part you know and you just kind of got stuck into that category and i knew like i was making it alone so there's some lo-fi qualities to it but that was never my goal like i wasn't going for a lo-fi aesthetic necessarily it was just like a necessity at that point um but i've always had the ambition of like getting better and still doing it myself you know it's like following the footsteps of tame impala or something where like I want to do it myself, but it sound as big as I possibly can, um, which, you know, I'm I'm really proud of people in motion because I've continued to do it myself. And I think the uh, production quality has improved um, a lot since Fuzzy Brain. But yeah, I think the Bedroom Pop thing made sense. Um, but I don't know. I It was never my, uh, it was a means to an end, I think, you know.
0: <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is really cool. You know, you often uh, talk about, um, you know, with the pandemic happening and, kind of our lives changing, not only yours, but also the listeners and how we've become very, um, internet based. Um, I'm curious what, what you think of, uh, internet versus real life. Um, how do you balance that as a music musician? How do you, you know, keep up with say an internet crowd versus, you know, a live crowd?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of ways to look at it. And I think, the music industry is so vast. And I think there's multiple different industries. I think when it comes down to it, so like there is a TikTok formula and there's like a live music formula and there's a music formula for like sync and radio and stuff. And like, uh, I mean, uh, like commercial, you know? And so like, I think there's just lots of different things. And so for me, first and foremost, and hopefully like, almost um i'm a musician and like that's my goal and the least amount of content i can make in other formats um and still continue to be like a musician surviving um then that's my goal you know i i'm i wish i didn't have to use the internet to sell tickets but you do and i want to sell tickets so i can be in person with people and so it's kind of like a balance i'm figuring out and i think everybody's figuring out i think it's really interesting like how much things are shifting like there's like the whole grammy thing that happened recently or like so few people are submitting grammys i just think it's really interesting that um things are changing so fast in this industry and so i think that's happening as well with the internet but i don't know i prefer being in person and being a musician but i also understand you know you have to make the um videos and reels and whatnot but um yeah i don't know it's a balance.
0: Cool. So I want to go back to uh, People in Motion. Um, I'm a big nerd for, you know, how music is made, how you come up with it. I want to know um, what your favorite song is off the album and what the process was for writing that and getting it produced.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there's lots of different favorites. I think Then It All Goes Away is kind of like the most Dayglo song. Um, I think that one felt like it had just always existed in like a really comforting way. And it's almost like I didn't even write it. Like it just happened. And then, I yeah, it, it was weird. Um, creating it in that way. It had a very f- similar feeling as like, when I finished, can I call you tonight? It just felt like it had to exist and it like was me that brought it into creation, but I did like. I wasn't responsible. I don't know. It's kind of like a weird, weird feeling. Um, But that's my favorite in a way. And then there's also a song called Second Nature, um, which was just like a really fun, bold challenge. Like it's a six minute song that has like a lot of Daft Punk influence. And uh, I think I'm just at a stage in my life where I just want to make whatever I want to make and like have fun doing it. And I think most people are along for the ride and they're just like, let's see what sloan does and so um that's really encouraging and i think second nature is my boldest step in that direction so far
0: that's really cool to hear and i'm excited too because you're actually going to do um some acoustic sets for us uh once we come back so once we come back we will get into that
1: okay this one's called then it all goes away and uh you know i'm i'm in the studio alone it's an acoustic version i'm used to having my band so uh if i sound nervous That is why. Okay, this one's called Then It All Goes Away.
2: Oh, come on now. It's not always the same. You can't tell me you don't notice probably the same things. Because I know the things I've been talking about. Sometimes I can't ever believe it. you say Yeah, it's only in the way I'm feeling this down And nothing seems to change One, two, yeah You tell me everything, tell me it's fine But something tells me that there's something going on here I know the way you that look in your eyes Then it disappears Well, so then You're telling me there's something different Circling around it Since forever And forever It goes like I know the things that you've been talking about Sometimes I can't ever believe it You say, yeah It's only annoying. I'm feeling this down Nothing seems to change One, two, yeah You tell me everything tell me it's fine But something tells me that there's something going on Here, yeah, I know the way you can delegate disappears, then it all goes away, then it all goes away, all goes away. then
0: it all goes away. oh yeah. Sweet. Yes. that was really cool. First, thank you. First off, you saying you were nervous, that was a bop. First <laughs> that was really cool. So you got a second one for us? Mm-hmm. Sure,
1: yeah, thank you. Um yeah, I'm just so used to like hearing all the parts going on at the same time, and um, so listen to the, the the other song as well. You know, listen to the true song. Um, yes, I do have another song. This one, uh, this one's called "Turn Around." It's another song from my um, my latest record, "People in Motion," and uh, this is like, my first time to do it on a radio. So here we go.
2: Cause I can hit me on the head, but sorry for I'm still working in my dreams Turn around. Turn around. Turn around.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, dude. That, that was so good. I really enjoyed that. I have one more question for you because our... Um, our audience are big dog lovers. You actually brought a dog here into the studio. Can you tell us about your dog?
1: Yes. Um, his name is Benny. He's an eight-month-old chocolate English lab, um, a absolute beast, and um, I love him so much. He's awesome.
0: Sweet. I uh, Benny's the goodest boy. I love that. So Thank you so much, Dayglo, for coming in. Um, why don't you give your uh, socials a shout-out? Where can everyone follow you?
1: Sure. Um you can follow me at Dayglow Band on Instagram. I think it's Dayglow Band as well for Twitter. Um and I think Dayglow Band for TikTok and everything else. Um and then uh yeah, just Google Dayglow Music and hopefully it shows up. Um that'd be uh good.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. so much for listening to the What's New Now podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, especially those acoustic sets. That was awesome. Hey, make sure you check out other episodes. You can find them over at x1039radio.com and give it a like and give it a share and share with your friends too. Big shout out again to Dayglo for coming into the studio. Thanks for listening.